Good morning, everybody, and welcome to this Monday, the 8th day in January in 2024. I'm your host, Michael Kimmett, bringing you four of the most crucial current events in cyber and technology that you need to make it through your Monday. We're going to start in the metropolitan area of Beckley, West Virginia in the United States, home to a sprawling 100,000 plus people. And if you are one of those people, you may have noticed that your city is dealing with a cyber attack. On Thursday, the mayor of the city said that there were some key services that were being impacted by a cyber attack. They did not use the word ransomware, but it looks, feels, and smells like ransomware, which have targeted a huge number of cities and municipalities who sometimes don't have the IT or cybersecurity budget to emplace good defenses, but who generally have funds that are adequate enough for cyber criminals to make it worth their while to target them. So, it's another example of criminals being smart, choosing targets that they know have a desire to pay to help keep services for citizens online, and also the funds to pay the criminals, and again, at a amount high enough to make it worth their while to attempt to break the law to get said funds. Now, while West Virginia is investigating and has no details about their cyber incident, there's a law firm who has a lot of details because they had to provide them in court about a breach they had in early 2023. Between February 28th and March 13th, so nearly a year ago, the law firm Oric, Harrington, and Sutcliffe had a, quote, unauthorized actor gain access to their company, and they gained access to storage-containing files related to the law firm's clients. And that data includes things like your contact information, how much you pay for your law services, etc. And a huge number of these individuals discovered that this data was exposed or stolen, filed the class action lawsuit against Oric Harrington and Sutcliffe, And it looks like the law firm has agreed to meet those demands and pay out that particular class action lawsuit. So if you are a victim, one of the 600,000 plus individuals involved in having your data stolen nearly a year ago, you could be getting a payout from the law firm that you maybe used to and possibly still do use. We're going to move from law and legal matters to national matters because researchers have linked a new malware to North Korean state-sponsored actors. North Korean actors linked to a group known as Blue Norof or TA444 have been observed using a new malware that targets Mac OS, specifically the Apple products. What's interesting about Nation-state actors targeting Apple products like Mac OS is that traditionally, because predominantly the market was Windows and in the corporate world, Linux machines, Mac users felt a sense of security. There wasn't a ton of malware because, frankly, nothing done on Apple was really all that important for criminals to gain access to. But in recent years, that has really changed with many corporate organizations having predominantly Apple machines. And so if you are trying to steal data or gain access to a corporate network, you need to be able to target Apple machines. This is an example of North Korea doing exactly that with a new malware dubbed Spectral Blur. Now what's interesting 
is that spectral blur shares a number of similarities with a malware family that is attributed to these actors called Candy Corn. You could also see it uh, reported as Sock rock Racket. Now, why this matters is because Spectral Blur is not super sophisticated. It's not, oh my gosh, look at how crazy awesome this malware is. It does what most malware does, including things like being able to install a backdoor, uploading, downloading files, issuing command and control, forcing machines to hibernate or sleep, deleting files, and updating its own configuration. Now, why this matters, though, is because it does show that North Korea recognizes shifts and changes in the cyber landscape, is making an effort to target based on those changes, and that Mac users shouldn't necessarily feel the same sense of security that they may have enjoyed 5-10 years ago, because as the market increases Apple products, criminals will recognize that, and this is a prime example of a sophisticated actor creating new malware that target and take advantage of those users. And that's where we're going to end today, on threat actors taking advantage of users or organizations. A Dutch spokesman has said that a threat actor tracked as Sea Turtle. Sea Turtle is a group of activity that's attributed to Turkish-based threat actors. I'll call it Turkey now. Now, these Turkey-based actors are targeting Dutch internet and IT service providers, and the reason they're doing this is to spy or gain information on Kurdish dissidents. Now, for those unfamiliar with geography or the sort of Middle East and Southeastern European issues, uh, Turkey has a huge Kurdish population. They share a border with one of the largest Kurdish centers in the world, there's a lot of immigration and refugee crises associated with Iraq, Syria, and Turkey's border area, and Turkey wants to know and understand the potential threat that that poses to their country. But that makes perfect sense if you think about it in those terms. But what's interesting here is that Dutch internet and IT service providers, according to Dutch spokesmen, are uh, very susceptible to supply chain attacks. And so we see now that there are cyber threat actors from Turkey who are advanced enough to take advantage of and conduct supply chain attacks to spy on information in, from Dutch internet and IT service providers via Kurdish dissidents. So it's a lot to follow, but long story short, Turkey has advanced cyber capability. They know who to target to get the information they want, and so they should be seen as a very significant threat to those who counter Turkey's interests geopolitically. So if you're a company and you uh, come out with commentary or policies that are counter to Turkey's interests, you should really be aware of what the nation can do in terms of spying on your organization to find out maybe what your intent is, uh, what you know or don't know about Turkish national interests, etc. And so understanding the threat landscape can really help you understand how to drive better business or personal decisions, like social media postings, for example, because again, this is a demonstration of advanced cyber threat capabilities from the nation of Turkey. 
That'll do it for me today. Thank you all so very much for a wonderful day. It's going to be a good one. Stay strong, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you tomorrow on Tuesday. Michael Kimmett signing off. Ciao. Welcome back, listeners. Today's Tip of the Cap goes to the women's volleyball team in Texas. Texas University Longhorns are getting a sincere tip of the cap for sweeping the number one Nebraska volleyball team, leading the Texas Longhorns to their second consecutive national title in the collegiate circuit. So to you, Texas Longhorns, a sincere tip of the cap, and please keep on volleyballing.